0: Hi, welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where you learn about how to navigate wedding stress and drama with grace and ease. We're talking about what it means to be a bride, what that does to your identity, and your closest relationships. I'm your host, Kara Gasibe, and as a life coach and therapist, I'm sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, and welcome to episode 14. Why can't you just be happy for me? So many people ask me, why would anyone hire a life coach when they just got engaged? This is that short window in life where everything is magical and full of hope and possibility. Everything is bright and fresh and happy and new. So many people are like, why would anybody need a life coach at that point? But most people who have been through this season of life will tell you, it is far more of an emotional roller coaster than most people anticipate and while there's so many reasons for this one of the biggest reasons is that when we are happy when we are excited over the moon feeling really accomplished in love all those things there's a sneaky vulnerability to that place emotionally i'm sure you might know people who don't let themselves really express a lot of joy, a lot of excitement. And it's because of that vulnerability. And one of the reasons is because how people that matter to us react to our happy news is very telling about our relationships. So hear me out. Most of the time when people are evaluating their relationships, the picture they want to remember is who was there for me when I was down? Like, Who showed up for me at the funeral or who reached out when you got fired or diagnosed or broken up? Like we always want to think that that's how we evaluate the people who are closest to us and who matter to us and how we sort of rank our relationships. And I do think it's true that people's true colors show up in those hard times. But interestingly, it's how people react to your good news that matters just as much Or more so than how they react in those dark, hard down times. Because when someone does or says the wrong thing in those hard times, we tend to give them an out, right? That they didn't know what to say or do when they heard about the cancer diagnosis, right? Or the death of a loved one. We kind of give people that little bit of an out that they just didn't know what to do. But when someone can't be happy for you when you're happy, then it's like, what the hell? Why can't you just be happy for me? Not rising to the occasion of someone's really good news has that extra feeling of cruelty. It just seems so unnecessary. Just be happy for me. Is it really that hard? It just doesn't feel like a big ask. And for so many people, this becomes a major pain point around engagements, around getting married, planning a wedding. And I think it's a nuanced, complicated thing that I wanna take some time to explore a little bit. So for my brides listening, I wanna give you a few ways to frame this and think about this so that it doesn't become bigger than it is. I want to empower you to be able to contextualize and wrap your head around it. Because I want you to choose how you're going to think about it. I want you to figure out ahead of time how you want to respond to their response to your good news. You don't want to just go off of that instinctual, reflexive, automatic emotional response of being slighted and offended and angry. That black and white, like, are you kidding me? You can't even be happy for me is gets us into that black and white thinking that can be really divisive and cause a lot of drama around weddings. And again, it makes sense to have that reflective reflexive response because again, like I said, it's so easy. Why can't you just be happy for me? But again, there's always some nuance in gray area. And as long as you stay intentional and in charge of your own thinking and process your feelings around it, it's going to cut out and avoid so much drama and leave you feeling so much calmer and happier and peaceful, which is how you started off the conversation, right? I'm not saying just a note. I'm not saying that sometimes there aren't situations where someone is just being an asshole. I absolutely make space for that. And it is true. And sometimes it is someone showing you their true colors and maybe showing who they really are and you discovering they don't need to be in your life. In that case, you can make a choice on how to proceed. I just want to give you this framework so that you can be intentional and purposeful and not just reactive. So what I want to do first is take a minute to think through why your friends or family might not react with abundant joy and excitement at your engagement news. Number one, they're protective of you. Our loved ones want the best for us. So a sign of hesitation or caution or doubt can purely be them protecting you, right? Like there's this idea that a lot of parents will have that like, no one's good enough to marry their daughter or son, but let's just stick with the brides right now. It's like, there's no one that'll measure up. There's there's no one that's good enough. There's no one that can give her the joy and happiness and security and blah 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 and all the things that she needs. And it's not a very useful or realistic or productive mantra or mode of operating, but you can see that it's just this like abundant protective energy. If you let there be space that that protective part could be a part of the reaction, you can sort of sit back and relax into that. Number 2 they have less evidence and information about your fiance than you do. Odds are no one has the same intimate view of your relationship that you do. So there can just be a lag time in terms of your partner and your relationship, right? Like you just know so much more and have so much more evidence and information than your loved ones do. You might be absolutely convinced and sure that he's the one and your friends and family are still getting to know them. This is often the case with those whirlwind romances. Like I got married a year to the day of meeting my husband. So of course I was really grounded and sure about my decision, but the people close to me had complete whiplash and nowhere near the level of comfort and excitement and sureness than I did. And that's simply because They just weren't there yet. There wasn't enough time. They had not been living this the way that I was. And I had to give that space that, you know what, it's okay that they don't know and they're not overflowing with excitement and joy because they just don't have enough information yet. The third thing is maybe they're operating from your history. You got to be honest with yourself. Are you the type who falls hard? and is always proclaiming that he's the one and then end up getting completely hurt. Are you the kind of girl who has the history of getting into relationships with people who aren't the best for you? They don't compliment you. They don't lift you up. It ends up being a bit of a disaster. Or have you talked about your fiance and your relationship, right? Like, do you only share the tough stuff? Are you only reaching out to your friends and family for advice on all the problematic aspects of your relationship? Therefore your friends and family only see the bleaker, darker sides of the relationship and they haven't, you haven't shared with them your joy that you've experienced through this relationship. So just again, give your friends and family a minute and think through what is your personal history with relationships and what is the history that they've seen with your fiance. Did you even tell them about all the good stuff or did you only reach out when you were like sobbing and confused or overwhelmed? The last thing is if they're not operating from your history, maybe they're operating from their own. As we've talked about, engagements and weddings are the exact thing that sends us into our own personal history. So maybe your single friend isn't, jumping up and down with joy because she's preoccupied suddenly in this visceral way with her own desires to find her person. So the news is like kind of triggering for her, or maybe your mom isn't over her own divorce. So your happy news brings up a lot of complex emotions for her. Maybe your little brother is fresh out of sociology class and determined that marriage is a dying institution. So his philosophy on life isn't even allowing him to be happy for you as you're signing up to get married. Like whatever the reasons are, the goal for you is as the bride is for you to decide how you're going to think about this. Don't just go from the If you can't be happy for me, then you must not love me standpoint don't just do that. If you can't be happy for me, you can't be in my life anymore, right? Like let's give people that space and grace to digest the news because the fact is you don't need someone else's feelings to validate your own. You don't need their happiness in order to keep your own happiness. You get to keep that no matter what their reaction is. I like to sort of imagine it like this idea of passing a ball, right? So you threw out your news of being engaged. And when that ball is thrown back to you in the form of their reaction to the news, I want you to let that ball bounce before you catch it, right? Like I want you to give it time to drop, put that emotional and mental space between their reaction to the news and your own emotion this space is what's going to allow you to see more clearly where their reactions coming from and then that gives you the chance to intentionally decide how you're going to think about it how you're going to incorporate it and make sense of it and give it meaning and this is the part that's just really important you choose how you're going to think about it and there is always that choice so one example is my loved one isn't happy for me because she's so protective and that is so sweet and completely normal versus my loved one isn't happy for me because she's selfish and obnoxious and doesn't want me to be happy, right? Like you see, it's that same circumstance. My loved one isn't happy for me, but the meaning and the reasoning and the context that you give it and the thought you choose about it are going to leave you feeling in a very different space about that person, which is going to leave your relationship in a very different place, right? Like you can see how if you are choosing to think that someone is purely selfish and obnoxious and doesn't want your happiness, your actions, how you proceed in that relationship are going to be so different than if you're choosing the thought that they're being protective and that is completely sweet and normal and okay, right? You're going to give that relationship a little more space and tenderness and let that person catch up with you. Let it be okay that their reaction isn't what you pictured or imagined or wanted. You get to decide how to think about people's reactions to your joy. Their reaction doesn't steal your joy. When you think about it, no one can really steal that joy. The only thing you can do is choose to give your joy away with those lazy, reflexive, reactive thoughts. So I hope this makes sense in the fact that it's so common. So many brides get so upset, so offended, and you start building these walls. You start cutting these people off. You get into this black and white thinking, you're for me or you're against me. And I just hope that thinking through these different options of why someone is not meeting your joy and your happiness at that same level that you're so desperate to share in with them. I hope you can start to give it a minute, let that ball bounce before you're choosing how to think about it. Because what you think about these people is going to determine so much of how the rest of your engagement and wedding planning goes. I'm here for the relationships. I'm here to help you get to that wedding day and beyond with the most critical of your relationships, your inner circle, right? Your mom, your parents, your siblings, your close friends, your fiance, your future in-laws, his friends, like that inner circle. These are the relationships that matter, these are the ones that I want to help you strengthen. And this break in the engagement news is often where I see so many sort of fractures and fissures start to happen. And again, there are times where this is the exit ramp for some of the people in our life, but for the ones that aren't, for the ones that are meant to be with us, do not let their reactions mean more than they mean. For so many, it's, just that they're catching up or they're getting caught up in their own history or they're being overprotective or they don't have enough information. Keep that in mind that there's always, there's nuances and stages of gray and it's all right. Again, a final note, if you didn't listen, last week's episode was holding two things. This is the perfect place to remember that. Mixed emotions is a term because it is a thing. There can be a swirl of things happening at once. Let that be okay too. But you get to keep your joy. No one can steal it from you. Remember that. And if you need more help processing sort of everyone else's reaction to your engagement, your wedding planning, it's a tidal wave. It can be Feel like you're getting totally sucked into everyone else's drama about your own joy. And it can just really be so annoying and so frustrating. And I just need you to know I am here to help. Jump on my website, caramoreen.com, schedule a consult call with me. We can decide from there the right next direction from you and how to get you from under the drama and back into that dreamy, loving state that you deserve, and are completely capable of having. So find me on Instagram at Caragasabe, jump on the website, free consult calls. I'll totally hook you up. Whatever direction will be most helpful for you. We'll get you sorted out. And until then, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss.